0: Welcome to the Agile News. We are the hosts. I'm Shwee.
1: And this is Ravi here.
0: And we are conversing on everything that holds relevance with Agile.
1: All right. Today, with this episode, what are we talking? Mm -hmm.
0: Today, we're talking about um, some attributes of Scrum Masters and Product Owners, let's say. Primarily, Mm -hmm. uh, it's about um, how you should encourage checking in on teams, but not uh, or rather avoid checking up on teams uh, just to be just to give you a little more uh, insight into this question right when i mm-hmm. say you check in you check in on them on 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 how they're doing as a team how the team's um, you know mental status at the moment are they confident on if they can uh, complete the forecasted work for a particular sprint if they see if they have any challenges then you know are they comfortable calling it out Mm -hmm. And checking up means constantly monitoring every little thing that they do. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
0: constantly Mm -hmm. tracking progress, asking for updates, uh, asking for a status or, you know, questioning them on why a certain subtask is taking them two hours, four hours, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm.
0: avoid checking up on teams in order to maintain a healthy, uh, you know, atmosphere and uh, in order to encourage uh, teams uh, uh, collaborating beautifully amongst themselves and, uh, you know, self-organizing to deliver work and deliver value, right? Uh, mm-hmm. so, so, I mean, that is a mindset that every scrum master or uh, every product or, or any manager who's associated with an agile team should um, actually inculcate. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, do you think there are some thought-provoking or powerful questions that can help you with these check-ins uh, without making the team feel that you are checking up on them.
1: Okay, okay, I think you you're bringing in a very interesting topic, right? Um, because when you when you check in, it shows that you have you you exhibit or you show empathy on the on the other person, and you're mm-hmm. more curious and interested to know where you can step in and help the other person it's it's, a, it's all about um you putting the other person in the first place but yes. uh, when you check up um, you're more worried about uh, what what is going to happen with that person seeing an yes or no or done or not done or in progress or complete so something something they give you as an information and you you are already running the processor to feed that information and make some decisions all that is all all that is revolving around you there's nothing nothing about the individual is as simple as simple as you calling me up and you you checking up on where am i and what time i am leaving and what time i'm available for certain things is where you are not concerned about me but you need this information to process something further okay now exactly a, a very good example or or a most um Um, abused and not well understood event in scrum is your daily scrum right so let's take a Mm -hmm. a simple thing within within daily scrum correct so uh, think of what could be a possible check-in okay i'm not going to give an examples of check up but i'm just giving an example of check-in what could be possible check-in among developers right so Mm -hmm. they could they could start even checking among themselves like what do you know that I, I really don't know or I don't know at this point in time? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what is it one thing that is uh, worrying you which might impact our sprint goal from, from not meeting or, or meeting the sprint goal? So something okay. which is more in terms of an individual facing and which can also help others to step in, show some empathy, uh, uh, bring more curiosity to see where they can uh, join hands, collaborate, co-create is where Mm -hmm. I think uh, the element of checking in would come in. And this uh, also creates a mindset of um, people coming and having a collective intelligence, believing Mm -hmm. in in wisdom of the entire crowds, unlike one being superior over the other, trying to nudge and get some information and beyond which that information given we don't know what is going to happen it's like you calling randomly and asking did you took leave yesterday and I, yeah, I I'm just thinking suddenly and saying okay no I didn't take leave thank you but I don't know why you even called me and asked whether you took leave yesterday or whether you were present in the meeting or not but mm-hmm. but what if what if after that meeting you call me up and say okay I, I was there and I wasn't sure but was it helpful do you do you think do you think you need another extended one hour of conversation to happen, or is there any follow-up yeah. discussion you you would prefer to have? And that's when I okay. say I wasn't present. Then you then you're still running with empathy, asking what else we can do. There's a recording. Can you quickly catch up, or you want me to reiterate what happened? I can I can help you in doing that. Now this is where I think um, you check in. You you help the other person. You want to be of help to the other person.
0: I think another way. I, I think we've also covered this in one of our previous podcasts, right? When we when we are talking about uh, some good practices, not good practices, let's say uh, complementary practices around the daily scrum,
1: mm-hmm. where
0: uh, judges take a quick poll on how confident you are, you know, in in, in terms of achieving your sprint goal. Mm -hmm. That way you also enable transparency. Let's say there is a team member who feels that he's at a five and he, we can achieve the goal. And there is somebody who's polling on a two. That's when you identify that, okay, you know, maybe not everyone is on the same page and they have a healthy discussion around it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. basically encourage conversation, check in in such a manner that you encourage conversations, uh, you know, that help the team make a solid uh, decision at the start of their day, mm-hmm. right? To mm-hmm. give them full autonomy to solve whatever problem they have been uh, given or whatever challenge that they have take, taken on. And, you know, uh, let them self-organize around the goal and achieve it, basically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, if you are, uh, do not constantly follow up on the progress and make the daily scrum status update, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: that hmm. is one thing i
1: hmm.
0: sorry yeah go ahead ravi no
1: no 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 go ahead go ahead go ahead i'm listening
0: no i think similarly right when the teams are uh, uh, estimating mm-hmm. uh, let's say during our the backlog grooming or during the sprint planning sessions right mm-hmm. uh, don't challenge them you know if if they all agree on a five you know don't 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 go like you know this looks like a two-pointer and you guys are just inflating you no, do, mm-hmm. do not do that but mm-hmm. but rather uh, ask them uh, for for an estimate and tell them that this is just an estimate and this is not a fixed mm-hmm. number and you not you know we will not hold anything uh hold you to it you know basically
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, rather ask them if how confident are they in that estimate that is when they you know if if, if, if it's like a Everybody is 90% confident, then okay, fine, more or less, everybody's on the same page. Again, if you have discrepancies, if you feel one person goes for 100%, yes, I think a five pointer is uh, good enough. And the other person says that, you know, I still think it's a one pointer, then again, you open the room for discussion, right? So Mm, mm, uh, mm. your questions should be in a manner that do not uh, uh, show the team that you don't trust them. Rather, mm-hmm. they you encourage communication, open and honest conversations
1: mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. 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 I think you 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 more or less touching on the fact that um, instead of looking for the end result, right now take time and in, in kind of expanding an individual's thinking around the assumptions they are making. Same right exactly. when you when you t- take in terms of retrospective. Retrospective is one um, event where the developers along with the product owner and scrum master come together and make certain decisions. Now, Mm -hmm. sooner you get a decision and the decision is boiling down to an improvement or getting converted into an improvement. Some of the Mm -hmm. ordinary scrum masters and I'm not using ordinary extraordinary, meaning the guys who are like initial days of scrum, practicing scrum, they would would have a cliche question on who would want it or um, when can we get this to done? or Mm -hmm. do we need to track this in the sprint backlog or Mm -hmm. um or how many days or how much of effort you require for completing this particular improvement or or can we try to socialize or or even institutionalize such improvement across other scrum teams within our program now these are more Mm -hmm. of checkup think in terms of check-in like um what has to go right for some of these Uh, aspects to fall in and make this as a very best decision now a decision is what triggering an action plan right from a decision comes an action plan now what do you think should happen to make this decision the best decision and Mm -hmm. given a time to slow down what are the what are the two or three other options you would consider or what are the two or three other options you have already considered before making this decision can you elaborate Now, these are moments where you, you make others think, others slow down, and that shows that you are curious, you are there to help, you are by their side, not in terms of collecting information to process certain reports, but you are there to help them reflect on their own problems. And, and similarly, right, think in terms of what is that one, one worst thing? that could or not what do you mean? one worst thing worst is one okay what is <laughs> what is the worst thing that could happen uh, if we immediately say yes to this decision and and coin this as an improvement now
0: yeah
1: so some of these right are are not typical check up you make like asking in terms of how much time uh, would it take or who is going to work along with you or do we need mm-hmm. to f- track this in our sprint backlog? Or are you sure can we get this done within one sprint? Or how is mm-hmm. this helpful to a team? No, let's don't get, get into that uh, conversation of asking about th- the results around the results, but think in terms of how did we arrive at certain decisions coming to the results? So did we consider every other option? Uh, do we know what are the assumptions underlying assumptions we have in mind for this improvement mm-hmm. to fall in place? And uh-huh. in case this improvement falls in place, and still there is something wrong, a worse thing to happen. What is that one worst thing can happen? So, are we thinking everything upfront before making uh-huh. any decisions? Now, when a scrum master or when a scrum master encourages or creates an environment where such questions do naturally flow, people enjoy. There is there is a tendency of people checking in on each other, but not check up. And exactly. this brings down the tendency of teams experiencing something called micromanagement over something mm-hmm. called what it is all about when you, when you get through a, a properly well-facilitated event.
0: Correct. I think the question that you mentioned, right. Uh, mm. I, they're also very reflective in nature. It, mm. like you mentioned, it, it makes you pause and think, right. Mm. Think mm. about all the possibilities and the different options that there are, right. If you, if you, if you, ask a question like what are the three other options that you've considered before making this decision? It makes you pause and think, uh, you know, I was just thinking in one direction. Did I consider this or uh, this was just my thought process? Have I checked with the team on what Mm. they think, right? Mm. So Mm. it gets you curious also in the process, you know, Mm. Mm. encouraging questions like uh, what happens if we do this or what happens if we don't do this Mm. right now?
1: Mm.
0: Uh, What, you know, how is it going to impact us or Um, how will we know that this decision was actually right for us Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. how how can we validate this you know these questions get the team's thinking the team thinking so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i
0: think this is uh, a really these are some really powerful questions that you can ask Mm -hmm. and i think
1: mostly it starts from the fact that scrum masters don't have um a power in hand to influence. They don't come with a power saying that you all report to me or I'm I'm your line manager. Hence, follow my path or follow my traits. Now it's all okay. about the way you behave creates a kind mm-hmm. of an uh, a mindset in others. Like well, okay, our scrum master is doing. Why can't we do? Or our scrum master okay. has been speaking about it for quite some time and he's also practicing it. Why can't we practice? Now okay. think of a scrum master who is very mindful of allowing the team to reflect on their own problems rather mm-hmm. coming in and r- running a checkup every time and this has mm-hmm. been a deliberate attempt made by a scrum master trust me slowly mm-hmm. within no time you'll see even the developers will inculcate this habit of slowing okay. down making it all the more reflective passing before making a decision and thinking mm-hmm. twice whether did we consider everything like think of a planning okay so uh, what if what if there is a planning uh, where you don't have the entire scrum team occasionally okay. this is possible right you, you see a couple of them not unwell or in the pandemic okay. you see people are unable to join there is a network issue and but still the planning happens out of out, out of a team of nine you have seven of them okay. but two of them are not around and the planning is going around but there are there are places where you see a glitches where you don't you don't make a decision altogether so mm-hmm. um, now you can you can even ask a simple question, right? Rather than asking, okay, now that you pulled eight items and seven items or six items. No intent is not to immediately pull items, right? You can even ask, okay. do you need anybody else? Or are you sure we have the right okay. people in this in this room in, in order okay. to make a decision? Or can we okay. pass, slow down that and think in terms of what we can do for the next couple of days and kickstart a sprint? Come back and and once everyone is available, we can have. A further discussion or follow-up conversation. Uh-huh. So uh, it, it's all—it's all about you making a check-in on do we do we need or do we have everyone who's who's required yeah. to be here now. Even even that makes them to think like oh I think we should we should have him. I, it's too early to make a decision without him or without her. I have seen that developers it. doing right—they they jump in the absence of somebody and say yes we can do or yes no we can't do. <laughs> but uh, instead of saying great and then r- taking down part of your minutes. Just pause mm-hmm. and ask a simple question. I know you've you come quickly to making a decision, but do we have everyone who should be available or who should be here in order to make this decision? Or are we yeah. trying to make a decision in the absence of somebody else? So now that is allowing them to think twice or they can also be a little more mindful when they frame a response saying that now we are trying to figure out this, but we don't want to conclude. We don't want to make it final. Let's Let's get mm-hmm. back to you tomorrow, once the other guy comes back to work or resumes to work. So there is an opportunity for developers to enjoy the chicken because you still you are around them. You still you are asking mm-hmm. questions around them. But these questions are not to uh, micromanage or get a status update or try to see how much of progress is made. Instead, you are allowing them to reflect, mm-hmm. you are allowing them to pass, you're allowing them to think, you're allowing them to enjoy that benefit of being mindful about, okay, Am I the only guy to make the decision or is it wise to make a decision all by myself? Do we need somebody else? But do we have that person in this room right now in this conversation? If not, mm-hmm. would it be wise to pass it and take it a little later? Now this creates a kind of a team culture, like what I've heard someone saying, right? Every time you, you get onto a problem as a scrum master, mm-hmm. the most effective way to deal with it is put it on the table and bring the entire team and collectively look at the problem. Unlike you get to face a problem and you silently solve it and say, okay, according to my knowledge of whatever limited interaction I have with my team, this is the best solution. And then later the team might regret saying that you yourself haven't understood what it is all about working along with the team. Uh So I would suggest allow the team to practice this where you could start given wherever you enter a conversation or you're part of a discussion in an event or a a meeting. Enjoy Uh these. Uh, give this benefit of others also enjoying these kind of questions being asked and and uh, somebody somebody asking them so now when you do that it is it is more reflective in nature and it creates mm-hmm. a environment where it is all more inclusive people feel like i'm counted yeah even yesterday somebody's checking do we have everyone and that shows that we, are, we don't want to make a decision without you and it, it brings that more is- accountability as a team right yeah so that's what mm-hmm. i'm thinking
0: yeah, I think uh, this also uh, can be, a, you know, this question can also go the other way around. Let's say you have a team that is constantly having too many meetings, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Let's say not every meeting is essential. Remember, Ravi, in all the uh, connects that you kept, you would mm-hmm. clearly have that call-out, the law of two feet mm-hmm. applies here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If only participate in the meeting if uh, you add or you receive value, Right. Mm. else you can feel free to drop off. So in case there are many unnecessary meetings and the team in the name of self-organization is everybody who's not even required on that meeting is there just for the sake of it, right? Mm. Mm. Um, Mm. You can also ask questions like, do we really, you know, I I appreciate everybody coming in, but does this meeting require everyone, you know? Is, Is it going to benefit everyone or are we also... Uh, wasting people's time when uh, this does not need need everyone's presence,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, asking such questions can also make people realize that you know maybe yeah I don't really need this meeting. I can get a quick summary later, and then I can focus on my work, right? Mm-hmm. So you can plan meetings smartly as
1: well. Mm-hmm. Even in yeah, fact, the is. way you want to deal things, right? You can ask them. Like someone once said, "We'll create a conference which I said, "Hang on, now given some mm-hmm. more time." like like given one more day for this decision to be made mm-hmm. and imagine you guys take take time off and then get back to your desk work unwind and reflect would you guys still come back mm-hmm. and say we need a conference speech they said no <laughs> because it's because it is in a hurry, you guys want us to make a decision. we are saying yes to a confidence, but I think there's some, there should be some other better way. And that's when exactly. I still remember one developer said, I've seen uh, uh, there's another team with whom I interact, I go for coffee and they have solved this using some other mechanism. They said, okay, brilliant. Can you arrange mm-hmm. for a quick meeting today evening itself? Let's figure that out and, and then come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And trust me, the next day mm-hmm. they had a completely different solution to the problem, which <laughs> which they, which they encountered in the previous day. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. uh, the, the more uh, product owners and scrum masters give up their mm-hmm. power and understand where their accountability ends and mm-hmm. allow the the developers to enjoy, to make decisions locally on what to do by when and how and who. I think that that's when all this power of check-ins are, are working for them. Exactly. Hmm. hmm. But I, th- I think it's it's all about a practice, which which is which is what people have to do. Initially, when you when you ask a question like this, it looks little odd because you you mm-hmm. aren't trained to be this way, right? Imagine you are my project exactly. manager till yesterday, and today um, mm-hmm. you went through a course or an internal curriculum training or get mentored by someone, so you started getting better mm-hmm. being a scrum master, and, and slowly you want to experience the power of asking open ended. Uh, timely, leading questions and you mm-hmm. enjoy it when you ask, but the one who's receiving such question will find like, no, Shvi, I was looking out for a solution directly come from you. Now you're asking exactly. back a question. So I think it, there, there is an element of um, being a little odd or unsure about how the audience might react. But trust me, from, from a benefit standpoint, there's there's too much to happen with you continuously checking in then checking out.
0: Exactly. And I think uh, for Scrum Masters, right, for Mm -hmm. people who just transition into the role, into this role from, let's say, a purely management uh, role, right, where Mm -hmm. you are uh, expected to constantly follow up up with people or you are the one who's uh, supposed to help the team solution, right? Mm -hmm. uh, It needs a shift, right, from Mm -hmm. making decisions for the team towards asking more questions and mm. it's, it's not going to be your uh, natural thing. You will have to be very persistent. You will struggle, but I think uh, with the perseverance and persistence, you will get better at asking questions, mm. right? Mm. You have mm. to keep practicing. You have to keep being curious and mm. Uh, mm. keep asking questions so that it comes naturally to you at one point two, in time. Two, Initially, two. it's going to be an effort, but uh, I think with time, we'll get there.
1: Perfect, perfect. All right. Is there anything else we have to talk about this topic, Shri? No, I don't think
0: so. I, I think we've covered pretty much okay. everything. Good.
1: So uh, on that note, let me jump onto socials. All right. Okay. Have a question, feedback, anything, anything to criticize the way we are doing things and help us improve, get better, <laughs> or you want to appreciate something that you're really doing good, according to you? feel free to uh, check on the show notes for um, our linkedin profiles and you can connect with us if you're already connected and you've found the way to reach us continue to do so we're happy to receive your feedback and and take it forward and thanks for all that energy and and, and attention you're putting for listening all these episodes and giving feedback on that note uh, thanks everyone for uh, staying let's call this episode to done Until we meet next time with another interesting topic and another interesting discussion around the topic, please do take care. Uh, Stay calm and keep scrum.